Welcome to the Mystic Access Podcast, where the magic is in learning. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of the Mystic Access Podcast. She's Kim. He's Chris. And... Lisa isn't with us today, but she'll be back for next time. So if you miss her, we will let her know. Exactly. <laughs> and definitely she will be returning next time. So you get the two of us today. <laughs> and we have a lot to share with you in this episode. So hang on. It's going to be quite a ride, and we have a lot to let you all know about. A couple things to remind you of first. Our free monthly class is coming up very, very soon. In fact, it is... Thursday, September 27th, just like all our classes, it will fall on a Thursday. However, the difference is that this is essentially a public class. Even for those of you who are not on our events mailing list, you can get the information for this class. By the time you receive this podcast, I will have sent it out to our newsletter subscribers, our events list subscribers, and it will be on the news page of our website. So if you go to the website, mysticaccess.com, Find the news link and click on that. The first news story you see in the list should have that information in it. So you will be able to join the class. And the reason that we're doing this, the reason this is a really public class for anyone's use and enjoyment, and they all are because they're all free, but more so this one. You don't have to do anything or join the list or anything to be part of this one because we're doing a very important topic, which is showing you specifically how to transfer your browser usage. So if you, for instance, are an Internet Explorer user, this class is really targeted to you. Because as we mentioned in a previous episode, Internet Explorer users can no longer take advantage of entering your credit card information via the website. Now, certainly you're welcome to try it and see if it works for you. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Yeah, Chris has been trying it with different browsers, and Chris tends to be our testing guy because he has the way faster internet, as in way, way faster internet let's than either not Lisa talk about my internet or speed. myself. Yeah, no, we, we let's just put it this way, y'all. It's lightning fast. <laughs> so we can all be jealous of Chris's speeds. I just upgraded my Fios, so, and I'm yeah. paying less, which is <laughs> He's paying less, and all I hear about better. is his ginormous speed that he's got access to now. Meanwhile, I've got 25 down. I'm like, do, 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 do. Is anything going to ever happen? But whatever. I'll do it. It works. Yeah. Well, for the moment. (laughs) We'll see if I can get anything done about that. But back to our (laughs) subject at hand, which is because Chris has those great speeds, he's our testing guy, and he's had different results depending on which machine he's tested on and when he's tested and whether the moon is full and things like that. (laughs) So (laughs) definitely give it a try. You may have success. The point is we want to teach you to utilize more modern browsers because IE is no longer being updated. And there are security risks by using IE as well because it's no longer being updated. So we want to teach you to utilize browsers that are up to date, that are faster, and that are really better for your use in terms of security. So... This class is all about transitioning. And you don't have to be a primary Internet Explorer user to benefit from this class. So if you want to switch from your current browser to any browser, there will be tips and tricks and discussion that can assist you as part of this class. So we hope you'll come. As I said, the information will be on our news page. If you're a newsletter or events list subscriber, you will receive the information. So we're going to have it available 
And if you need the information, email us. Let us know if for whatever reason you can't get to it or find it. Just send us an email and we will make sure to send you the information. For those that don't know, we do utilize the Zoom platform for all of our classes. So you can join via PC, Mac, iOS, Fire OS, Android, Linux, or the good old-fashioned phone. <laughs> so you have your pick and pretty much anyone that way will be able to join us and we will send you all relevant information in all the places that I just mentioned. So again, the class is on transitioning from Internet Explorer or any other browser to another browser. And we're going to give you lots of tips and tricks. And Lisa will be there for that class as well. So you'll get to hear her input. We're going to have a lot of fun. And of course, we will be available for your questions. And as with all of our monthly classes, it's absolutely free for you to come and hang out with us. The class will be at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. That gives you California and Oregon and Washington people time to get home from work or whatever you happen to be doing and make it to class. And of course, the class will be recorded. So if you can't make it live, it will show up on our free downloads page that has hours and hours and hours of content available to you. We'll let you know when it's available there. We really hope you'll come and hang out and join us for some really valuable information. And we're looking forward to sharing it with you on Thursday, September 27th at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. So the next thing we want to talk about is our sweet success with iOS series. And it used to be called something else, something a little less boring, but Kim decided to change it midstream. So now it's called... <laughs> hey, this is still less boring. It's just more pithy. Right, exactly. <laughs> so it's called Sweet Success with iOS modules 7 through 12. And 1 through 6 was such a sweet success yes. that we put it up on the website for anybody to purchase. It is now a product. It's now Daisy and all that stuff. The second set of modules, modules 7 through 12, are also on the website as well. And you can pick and choose. This is what we kind of seem to do with these types of modules. If you don't feel that you need 1, 2, or 5 of these, then you can just pick whatever ones you want. There are a bunch of checkboxes. We add them to your cart. The prices get calculated on the fly. So if you feel you only need one or two, you can only buy one or two. Or if you want all six, you can buy all six. And these classes start on October 4th. Again, that's a Thursday. Thursday. We seem to like Thursday classes. And they will actually run for the first three weeks in October. And then we take a break because we do our October class. And then we will have a couple of classes in November and then end around November 15th. Yes. So it's three and three, essentially, is I think the way that works. I think so, yes. So you get three classes in October and three in November. And then we have our free monthly classes those last weeks of the month. And then we're essentially done with monthly classes for the rest of the year as well. So it's going to The rest fly of the by. year. The rest of the year because we don't do a free monthly class in December. Because everyone's yeah, busy having Christmas year, and Hanukkah and things. The year is over almost. I know. It's crazy. Once, by the, yeah, when you receive this podcast, you will actually be in spring or in fall. <laughs> Not in spring. Well, it depends on where you are, I suppose. I, I was world. thinking that. Right. So if you're in the southern hemisphere, you will be hitting spring. Australia, New Zealanders, all you people down there. Yes. And if you are in the northern hemisphere, you will be hitting fall. Yes, it will be fall. My very favorite season of the year. I'm so excited. But 
We wanted to remind you about the iOS modules because, as Chris said, they're available on the website. And just as a clarification, you can buy 1 through 6 now and have them daisied and listening to them within 10 minutes. <laughs> but you can't buy and listen to these yet because they haven't happened yet. They're events. They're live events that you'll come to and participate in. So if you want to buy the first six and then get a jump start and then come to 7 through 12, you're welcome to do that as well. We've made them very affordable. Lisa has done a brilliant job with them. And you'll actually get a module from Chris in this upcoming set of 7 through 12 as well, all about GPS navigation. And eventually you'll get one from me as well, but we aren't there yet. So that'll be next year. But we're really looking forward to sharing these with you. They are a lot of fun to put together. I tend to do the editing. Lisa does the actual presentations. And Chris runs the classes. So we all kind of have our things that we do to bring these to you. So really looking forward to that. And if you're interested... The links will be in the show notes for both the first six and to register for any of or all of 7 through 12. And just one other thing to note about 7 through 12, if you sign up for three or more modules, you will save money. So (laughs) that's something to keep in mind as well. You can definitely check out the page for all of the relevant information. We tell you what we're covering, when they are, and we're really looking forward to sharing more great iOS information I was talking to one of our participants that was in the modules one through six the other day, and she was thanking us for putting these together because she understands what goes on behind the scenes. And she said they really came out pretty smooth. So that's really nice to hear when somebody appreciates the stuff that's behind the scenes, which was really cool. It's true because a lot of times you'll have us present a module to you and you'll think, well, that was an hour. That was cool. But what's important to note is that these really take six, seven hours a piece, probably between prep and editing and (laughs) putting them together and recording the presentations and editing them. They really take a lot of time. And then running them, sure to actually present and share with y'all. So they really do take a lot of time and effort on our part, and we try and make them as professional and succinct and detailed as we possibly can in terms of our presentation. So we appreciate the fact that y'all show up and that you invest your time and your money with us. We really appreciate it, and we always try to make that as high quality as we can and very, very much worth your while. And remember that with these, we're available for questions. So... If you come to a presentation, we always take time at the end to answer your questions. And for those of you new to us, we're users just like you. We're voiceover users. We use this stuff all the time. (laughs) So we have the same frustrations oftentimes and the same weird glitches and things happen that you do. We can both empathize and hopefully share some tips and tricks that assist us in making that experience as smooth as possible. We're really looking forward to sharing more on iOS with you in these upcoming modules. And speaking of sharing, we have sort of sharing, but we have a couple of new products that were just added to the website. and Just hot off the presses. Yes. And one of those is, what if you know somebody who doesn't have a computer and they want to buy something off of one of the podcasts, let's say, for example, the talking scale that Kim demonstrated on one of the more recent podcasts. We can do that for you and obviously charge you a small fee to do that. And um, it 
at least the first time we did it. It seemed to work out pretty good. The person received the product within Amazon's two-day Prime shipping thing. So that really worked out well for them. And, and I talked to them, and they were excited about the product. But they didn't have a computer. They have no interest in having a computer. And uh, so that we, we thought we would make that service a little bit more public. Yeah, so what we basically do is for a $25 deposit, we'll assess your needs. And it may not cost you any more than $25 and whatever purchase price you want to make a purchase. We're also willing to do some simple research for you for that fee rather than purchase something and have it sent to you. So you can have your pick between whether you want us to research something for you, find out something for you, or whether you want us to actually make a purchase for you. And it doesn't have to be from Amazon. It can be from anywhere. We'll obviously need your payment information and your shipping information to do that. But we can definitely make that happen for you if there's something you're interested in. For instance, if you wanted the incense burner that I shared uh, several months ago on the podcast, I would order that from Mermaid Arts for you rather than from Amazon. So we can definitely do that for you. So if you know someone or if you are someone who thinks, gosh, I would really like to have blah, blah, or blah, or know more about blah, blah, or blah to see if it's something I might want and then maybe purchase it. But I have no interest in being online or I'm confused or whatever. And maybe I'll get some computer training later, but right now I just want my product. (laughs) Give us a call. We'll be happy to assess that for you. More than likely, if you just want us to go on Amazon and order something for you, all you'll pay us is the purchase price and the $25, and that's it. So we'll be happy to assist you with that. Give us a call. It's also an awesome way to help someone you know. If you're a computer user and they're not, please let them know about this service because we can absolutely help them out as well. So that's something we wanted to offer for those of you who are a little less techie and wanted to be able to make purchases and find things that you're looking for. So if you're interested, give us a call. This will be up in our phone catalog as well by the time you get this podcast. So you'll be able to find it as part of our training category. It's not officially training, but that was really the only place that really made sense to put it (laughs) was in the training category. So that's where it is, and so you can go online and find it, or more than likely, if you don't have a computer, obviously, you'll want to give us a call, and we can assist you. So we wanted to make that available for you. Just to remind the listeners, the catalog number is 716404416. And now, back to the podcast in process. The other thing we have available now is for those of you who have worked with us or wish to work with us, but want to do it in a little bit more of a flexible manner. So we have a retainer package available for you. And obviously, you can buy three training sessions a month and buy six of them and have six months worth of training if you want. You know, you can do that. But what this is, it's a shorter amount of time, but it's done on a quarterly basis. So basically, this is how this works. You pay a certain fee. You're charged, and every three months, you'll pay this same fee. So if you got it right now here at the end of September, you wouldn't pay again until December, toward the end of the month. And for that price, you get four and a half hours of time. And it's essentially 90 minutes a month that you can use in any way you want. You could split it into 30 minutes, 30 minutes, and 30 minutes. You could split it into 45-minute increments. You could use all your 90 minutes at once. Also, as part of this and this would count towards your 90 minutes, 
we can assist you with online tasks. So I mentioned earlier in this podcast that we use the Zoom platform. If you are an entrepreneur or you are part of a business or organization that wishes to use Zoom, we could set up Zoom meetings for you or configure settings for you, something like that. We could assist you with simple online tasks if you are, for instance, someone who hosts your website utilizing the WordPress content management system. So we could help you create pages. We aren't going to write content for you for part of this. That's a totally different service and would take much more time to do. But if you just wanted us to create a simple page, if you gave us a paragraph to plop in, we could do that. We could install a plugin for you or find a plugin for you, something like that. And these services, these online services, would count towards your 90 minutes time. So we would turn our little timer on and track that information. But this is just a service that allows a little more flexibility. So you have training time. We can help you with online tasks. You get email access to us as well. And that's available with any of our training. You can contact us if you have a question or you need a little bit of extra support. Get in touch with us. And as long as your emails are within reason, we do not count those toward your 90 minutes of actual time. If it just takes us two minutes to answer your question for you, we aren't going to count that against your time. That's not how we work. Also, as part of this, you will get 10% off of any other products or services from us as long as you are in this program. You can, for instance, get 10% off of the Orbit tutorial or 10% off of these iOS classes or anything else that interests you that we offer. We'll give you a 10% code or a 10% discount that you can utilize anytime during your subscription. This training retainer package, and we call it at your service, so this at your service package will renew every three months, every 90 days. You can cancel it anytime. Now there is more information available. We will have a link in the show notes to tell you more about how this works. You should definitely read that page, and if you have any questions, definitely get in touch with us. We'll be happy to assist you. Please do note, though, this is not for hugely intensive training. If you need to learn to use a computer, this is not the package I recommend for you because it's going to take us longer than 90 minutes a month to show you how to do that. If you are a brand new computer user, for instance, or a brand new stream user, or a brand new Braille display user, this is for those of you who need a little bit of help with a topic or topics or just have a lot of questions that you want to ask about various things, things like that. We'll be thrilled to assist you. So if you aren't sure if what you need is workable in this package, get in touch with us. We'll be happy to assist you. We have made this incredibly affordable. So definitely check the website. We will link to this in the show notes. It's called the At Your Service Retainer Package. And we're really excited to be able to share this with you. So we hope a lot of you will benefit from the offerings in this training package. Okay, now enough with the training. Enough with iOS. (laughs) We wanted to talk a little bit about demonstrations and when they go wrong or when you get a product and you're so excited about it. And the product is a wonderful product, but it's just not accessible. Or something about the product isn't accessible. That can be really painful and annoying and frustrating. And it happens to us, too. I just recently had this experience. I was so excited because I was looking forward to sharing a cool toy that I was purchasing with you guys. Because it worked with ALEXA, it worked with Google Home, and it was something I've wanted for years. (laughs) When I got it, you had to hook it up using an app. 
The product itself, high quality, beautiful, wonderful, seems fabulous. Sturdy, well made, well done. App, nightmare. Absolute nightmare. <laughs> I somehow got it on my network, but I cannot tell you how I did it. Many of the buttons are unlabeled. There seem to be severe focus issues within the app. The app is in very poor English. It was a nightmare. And once it was on the network, it got worse because the things I was supposed to be able to do with the app, scheduling and changing product settings and things like that for my product, could not be done accessibly. I was heartbroken. I was so excited because I wanted to be able to use this product every day. I wanted to be able to schedule when it came on, when it went off. And I can't. Unless or until that app is updated to become accessible, I can't do anything with this product aside from having ALEXA and Google turn it on and turn it off. And it's change the color. so sad. And change the color because this does have a color change thing in it. So I can change the color of the product. Or the lights on the product, anyway. But it's so sad. The reason I thought this discussion was so important is because it happens to all of us. Sometimes you may be the best trained, coolest cucumber imaginable in terms of being able to utilize your products and not much phases you. Let me tell you, I was climbing the walls by the time I was trying to deal with this app for about 45 minutes. I was a crazy woman. And it was not pretty. Because it just wouldn't work. I couldn't get signed in. I couldn't get on my network. It was horrible. And you like I said, I still in. don't know how I did yeah. it. Yeah, you had to sign in. You had to create an account. Then you had to get a text or an email with a code. Yes. You had to figure out where the code went. Yeah, and the I, buttons weren't labeled to submit the code. So you didn't really know what you were doing in terms of how to submit or whether it submitted. I tried to submit that code like five times before it seemed to work. But it didn't tell me it worked. Half the time, the screens didn't seem to change. It was a horrible experience. And obviously, I've trained people. I kind of know what I'm doing. I'm pretty confident and competent with this stuff. I was about to cry because it was just such a disaster. Sometimes the use of a product due to the inaccessibility of its app or the inaccessibility of something about it is just unusable for that reason, by those of us with a visual impairment. And it sucks, because that's not something you want to experience. You want to be able to find a modification that will just work already. And sometimes you can't. <laughs> and it's hugely frustrating for people as stubborn and independent as I am, because I just want it to work. I don't want anyone's help. I don't want to have to send back my product, because it doesn't work for me due to accessibility. And in the case of this particular product, I've kept it. I've not sent it back. The sellers were so incredibly nice. I haven't told them about the inaccessibility of the app. But they sent me one of those little notes that you sometimes get when you purchase a product that says, thank you so much for purchasing from us. We really appreciate it. You know, you just can tell with a lot of companies that they really want the welfare of the customer to be top priority. And you could tell that with this seller. So, of course, I wasn't going to turn around and say, well, I have to send this back because I can't use it. It wasn't that expensive. It's important to mention. It's important to remind y'all that these accessibility debacles, they happen to all of us. They don't just happen to you. <laughs> they happen to the professionals who do this for a living, too. And we experience the same frustrations and crazy-making experiences that you do. And sometimes you can't do a lot about them. 
in the case of the app that I needed serious nervous breakdown <laughs> um, help in order to try and figure out what I was doing and still don't know how I managed to set up things on it. I don't even, number one, know how to contact the developer. And number two, if I did, because the English is so poor in this app, I would not honestly expect to get any kind of assistance. Not only is it one of those instances in which I would have to say, hey, I'm blind, this is inaccessible, and this is where the problems are, and blah, but you're also dealing with what appears to be a severe language barrier on top of it. So not only do you have to explain accessibility and visual accessibility issues, which is something unto itself, but then you have to cope with a language barrier as well. So I just said, you know, I may deal with that at some point, but right now I don't have time for such crazy-making antics. <laughs> and I have other things that need to be done more importantly. I have deadlines to meet and things to do, and I can't afford to be banging my head against a wall while I'm doing that. It's an important topic that we just wanted to bring to your attention in terms of sometimes these things go very, 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 very wrong. And there's not a lot you can do about it. Right. Sometimes they go right, like the whole roly coal thing. I mean, I didn't know what I was getting. And when you spend that kind of money on something, yes. you kind of hope hope that it works. In that case, it did work. But, you know, if I would have been in that situation with the Roly Cove where the app was completely inaccessible, then yes, that obviously that would have gone back for sure. Sometimes you get lucky and sometimes you don't, and especially with all of these devices now being controlled by apps. You have to keep that kind of stuff in mind as well. Yeah, it's unfortunate because, like, with my device, there's a power button and there's a couple other buttons on it, but you really can't do anything with them. It's really kind of unfortunate. In other words, there's more control. There's an enhanced amount of control available through the app, but, of course, I can't access it. So I have to use what I've got with very minimal control over the functionality, so it can't do nearly as much with what I've got. Mm -hmm. So it's a shame. And as you said, if you're spending hundreds of dollars on something and you can't use it, that's one thing, you know, absolutely. <laughs> Send it back. Try and get in touch with the developer if you feel like it will be a worthwhile thing. You might get surprised. I've had some incredible experiences with website developers and product developers, things like that over the years. But you have to be specific about what the problems are, where the problems are, and things that would make the app more helpful for you. You cannot just send something to a developer or a website developer or someone and say, I'm blind and this isn't accessible. Well, how isn't it accessible? What needs to be changed? Where are you having problems? You have to give step-by-step -step instruction. And you have to be courteous about it. You can't go into it completely high rate and just saying how terrible something is. Because... That's really not going to get you anywhere. As my mother used to say, you will catch more flies with honey, generally speaking. So you have to be kind and courteous because a lot of times people really don't know. They have no idea. <laughs> a lot of people do not go into this thinking, oh, and I have to make this accessible to everyone. They really don't know. And it's generally no one's fault. A lot of times people just don't know and they just need some education. And once they have that education, it can often change the way they do things. So make sure to try to have a positive interaction with your people. And obviously, they may never raise you back, or they may be a little hostile when they do. But the only thing you can do is kind of reach out with a little bit of grace and say, hey, and by the way, 
this is where I need assistance, and this is what the problems are, and these are maybe some ways you could fix them. You know, on that same note, too, sometimes if you contact a developer where their app is completely accessible and just let them know, say, hi, I'm so-and-so, and I use voiceover, or I use TalkBack, or I use whatever, and just wanted to let you know that your app is completely accessible for, you know, screen reader use, they may not even know exactly. <laughs> that you exist. And it might just brighten up their day that, yes. you know, their product or their service or their whatever is completely accessible and that you're getting some joy out of it. Absolutely. I had that happen once before and he says, oh, I didn't even realize. I says, yeah, blah, blah, blah. I did a demonstration for a software product called Active To-Do List. It's one of the very first Mystic Access podcasts, probably like somewhere in the single digits. And I contacted the developer and I said, here, here's something you might want to listen to. Because he was so familiar with the computer and with his own program, there was one spot in the computer that I didn't understand. You know, there was an edit box or something or something that didn't read or whatever. Because he was so familiar with his own product, he says, oh, by the way, at the spot where you were, blah, 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 that's this and that and the other thing. And he told me exactly what it was. And I just thought that that was really cool. And he thought it was really cool. So the $64,000 question is, is this still available and accessible? Yes, actually That's cool. Very nice. Yeah, and he's done a few other Windows applications that I've used over the years. There's a, a reminder app that can sync with your Google Calendar. There's an address book that can sync with your Google address book and, and things like that. And those are accessible. So he's, over the years, kept that. So you taught somebody something, which is cool. Yes. It's nice. So definitely, if you're interested in learning more, go back through the archives <laughs> and check out some of our early podcasts, and Chris can enlighten you with <laughs> information about this particular product, so you can check that out. But it really does help, if you will, get in touch with a developer when you feel that it will be useful to do so. If you have a way to contact them, just get in touch and let them know, hey, this works, this doesn't work, this is how this can be better. And either way, you know, thank you for your time on it. If it works, really appreciate your product. If it doesn't, would like to be able to use your product, but this is how it could be better for me, and this is why, and etc. So there are definitely ways to deal with this in a way that is courteous, but can really reap some good results. Like the password manager. It's a very, very accessible password manager, but there are two unlabeled buttons in Android. And I wrote support. I got a, a chain going along with one of the support agents. She says, well... Where in Android are these buttons so that we can fix them? And so I went and found them the other day and emailed her and said, okay, here's where they are. But then I also sent an email a couple of days ago regarding not an accessibility issue, but a usability issue. When you're in your password list, on Windows at least, if you delete a password because you're going through, like for me, I have like 250-some-odd passwords, and I imported them from another password manager and because I did that I had the same password in multiple times and has like one two three or something after their their names just because it tried to auto save you know the previous one tried to auto save and it it added different numbers and stuff but basically it's a mess and I'm trying to do a password cleanup but what happens is is if you're in a list of 250 passwords 
and you're arrowing through and it reads beautifully but if you delete the password it bounces you up to the top so now you have to go down and find where you were to continue and if the next one is the one that you want to delete or two after that you have to go through that same process all over again so i had emailed this support rep and i said this really isn't an accessibility issue but it's a usability issue it would be nice if it would at least remember in the list where you were like Windows Explorer or File Explorer does when you delete a file. It doesn't bounce you up to the top of the list. There's no need for that. So we'll see what they say. But are you sure that's not a screen reader no. issue? No. No. So I you mean, think it's happening for sighted users in addition to screen reader users? Yes. It's Yes. But sighted person is just going to take their mouse and click, click, click. Yeah. And scroll back down. It takes a lot shorter amount of time to dr- <laughs> click and drag or drag and click. <laughs> Then it yeah. does to say, page down, page down, page down, page down, especially if you're you and have a gazillion passwords to go through. Speaking of passwords, y'all, if you are interested in learning more about Chris's new toy, please let him know that you would like information on a password manager because he's considering a tutorial. So if enough of you are interested, we will definitely go through with that. This is a paid password manager. I was just going to say that, yeah, yeah. it's a paid pa- I can even just say what it is. It doesn't really matter. It's one password. I want the number one password. And they have a free 30-day trial after that you pay for it. So So if you're interested in learning more and finding out more about it, there are a lot of bells and whistles associated, so it would take a pretty good tutorial to share all the ins and outs with you. If you are looking for a password manager to make your online life a little saner, definitely email Chris. Chris at mysticaccess.com, C-H-R-I-S at mysticaccess.com. And let him know that you're interested so we can decide whether or not to move forward with this and Chris can make up something cool for y'all. We're going to keep it pretty low cost. It'll definitely be under $30 for sure. And we can create something for you to let you know how to utilize it successfully. Now that we've talked about password managers and internet and online stuff, let's move on to something that Kim really wants to talk about, and that is a WordPress class update. We have a WordPress class update at last for those of you who are interested. Yay! I am very pleased to let y'all know that for those of you who have been clamoring, and we've gotten a dozen calls or more in just the last week. (laughs) I mean, it's insane. We are so thrilled that so many of you are interested in this. Thank you, thank you. It's very gratifying. And we are very pleased to let you guys know that by the time the next podcast comes out, you will be able to purchase... The WordPress information, and after lots of thinking about it and figuring out the best way to bring this information to you and present it to you, we have decided to make it a home study course. So it'll be a product, just like any of our other products, with some bonuses. Basically, what you will be able to do is, in addition to the product purchase, and we're keeping this price as low as we possibly can, but in addition to that, you can add on one-on-one time with Chris or myself to assist you with aspects of WordPress training. So if you need extra help or wish to have extra support on your journey, we will be able to assist you with that. This course is really going to be soup to nut. So whether or not you choose to get extra one-on-one support, you will have training on everything from the very basics. What is WordPress? Why do I want it? Is it accessible? Can I utilize it? Can I be a webmaster or webmistress as a blind user? What's hosting? What's a domain name? How do I host? How do I get WordPress? (laughs) All these things, all the way up to themes, plugins, e-commerce, which is basically putting a store on your site, should you wish, 
creating pages, creating posts, blogging, all of that will be covered and more. In addition to that, we're going to have resources available for you. You are going to have your own online repository of resource links. So you will be able to find out even more information. And we'll be adding to this a lot. So anytime we find something we think will be valuable for you guys, we will add to this repository of information. And it's a one-time cost. You'll pay for it once and you will have it. If we choose to add information down the road, extra classes, extra goodies, extra bonuses, resources, they're yours to keep forever. And as long as those resources are online, you will have access to them. We're very excited about how this is going to work. Also, what I hope to do is every couple months, I will offer a 90-minute or a couple-hour Q&A. So anyone who is enrolled can come and ask me questions, and I will answer. I am a totally blind WordPress webmistress. I have been since 2011. (laughs) It's doable, and it's very intuitive to use once you learn how to use it. Now, there are always going to be annoyances and frustrations, and things are going to (laughs) change, and things are going to happen, and things are going to upset you occasionally with any kind of website content management system. But you can do it. I promise you. And... We are very, very excited to finally have this available to you. We finally decided that home study was really the best way to go. And then if you need extra support, if you want extra support, you can purchase it. It's going to be cheaper than our regular training rates for those of you who actually enroll in the course. So don't contact me and say, I'm not in the course, but I would like really cheap training on WordPress. (laughs) Can't offer you that. Sorry. But if you enroll... If you get this information and you need extra help, we will have an incredible price available to you to get a few hours of one-on-one help. And then if you want more, you can purchase at our regular training costs. So we want to make this as valuable, as positive, as enriching, as clear and concise as we can in order to give you a lot of great information. This is well over 10 hours of material. We are very excited to be sharing it with you There is a lot of stuff in the course, and we're going to lay it out in such a way where it's as easy to follow as we can possibly make it. We encourage you, if you choose to get it, to not rush through it. If you need some assistance when you're in the course, email within reason is great. Email me. Let me know. This isn't inclusive of actual audio chats or anything like that, phone chats, but do email me. And if we decide you want to talk one-on-one, Again, you will have access to one-on-one training at the time of purchasing the course. So if you feel like you need it, get it. We will be happy to assist you. We know a lot of you are desperate for this information. And we want to be able to share it with as many of you as we possibly can. This way, there are no time constraints. If you're international, it doesn't matter. And if you need the one-on-one assistance, you still have it. And you will also have access to your fellow class participants. So talk amongst yourselves. There is a very safe, secure mailing list where you can access your other class participants. Ask questions. If you need help, I can try and help you a little bit through that list as well. I will be monitoring the list to assist you there. So we're going to give you all the help we can as part of your course, and you can get more. And it's going to be under $100. We are so excited. I'm so sorry for one thing. My huge public apologies for having taken this long to make it available to all of you who have been interested. But really, you know what? I'm a perfectionist. I want to make this as good as I possibly can. And I hope 
with all my heart that you guys will find it worth the wait because a lot as my colleagues will tell you it has been crazy making for me and a lot of time and effort and tears of frustration (laughs) have occasionally gone into making this course as good as it can be so i want your feedback if there are things you would like as part of it i can improve it (laughs) i can continue to make this better and better and better I am not somebody who throws in the towel and says, it's done, I'm leaving it alone, and I'm going on to the next thing. I always try and make things better. So if you get this, and you have questions, and you have things that you want clarified, call me out on it. Let me know. Be gentle with me, please. But definitely let me know, because I am always willing to make things better for you guys, if I can at all. I'm very excited about this. It will be available for pre-order on October 1st. And as soon as possible after that, it will be made available. So you can pre-order it on Monday, October 1st, and it should be available. And to any of you who have pre-ordered it by the time the next podcast comes out on October 9th. So again, you can begin to pre-order on October 1st. And if it's not available by then, it will be available very soon after. But the pre-order will absolutely be available by the 1st. And, as with most of our stuff, this will be daisied as well. The main course will be daisied. You will have access to our portal for all of your online resources, and we'll get you that information as well. We have to sign you up manually for that one-on-one, but we don't need to talk to you to do that. We can do that after you register for the course. So that might take us 24 hours or so to get you in, but... The actual course itself, the main foundational information for the course, will be available to you the moment you register. So, we're so excited. We thank you for your patience, and we hope it's worth the wait, and we're really thrilled. I know I am, to be able to announce this to you and tell you that it is going to be available very, very soon now. You know, I think we lied to you guys when we first started this podcast. Did we? Yeah, Lisa. Lisa isn't here physically you know she's not with us ah, at, at the time yes but lisa has a presentation for us that she pre-recorded she and sure does so you get to hear her voice today after all exactly so she has a demonstration on the id make galaxy which is a standalone barcode reader and we will let her take it away I'm here today to talk to you about a device I recently got called the ID-Mate Galaxy. Now, it's likely that many of you have heard this, and maybe some of you even own it. I do not really plan for this to be a complete demo where we cover absolutely everything and how to do everything, but I just want to give you my impressions and some of my use cases for this so that If you have one, maybe it will give you some ideas. And if you don't, it will give you a general idea about whether or not this device is something that would be useful to you. The ID-Mate Galaxy is produced by Envision America, and it comes in a nice little case. I really like this case, actually. Sometimes, to me, packaging matters. And basically, this case is set up so that you can wear it as a fanny pack. If you don't want to wear it as a fanny pack, you can remove the waist strap and the two little ends connect together in the back. I've just unhooked it and I'm going to hook them back together so you can hear it's a very sturdy connection. The bag is either leather or the leather-like material. I'm not sure, but it feels nice. 
If you're wearing it as a fanny pack, the part that goes against your body is kind of a mesh feel. There's also a little handle on top so that you could just carry it in your hand. The front of the case has Galaxy written on it. At least I can read it in raised print. It probably says ID Mate. There's other writing. There's a logo. So I'm not sure exactly what all that says. But there is a pocket in the front. There is a Velcro compartment that you can open. And under that is a zipper. There's also a zipper on the main Velcro flap. So there are lots of places to put things. In the one zipper pocket, I have some of the tags that come with the ID Mate. And there are three kinds that came with mine. One is an iron-on tag. One is a tag on a rubber band so that you can attach it to a pill bottle or something. And the other one is an adhesive-backed tag. In the other zipper pocket, I have the adapter to my ID Mate Galaxy. And it has a plug that will disconnect from the USB end. So you can plug it into a wall or a computer. And then the other end plugs into the ID Mate unit itself. In the case, I also have the strap that came with the case because I don't use it as a fanny pack. The ID Mate Galaxy itself is a little hard to describe. It is larger, but if you think of it as roughly the shape of a hammer, although it's bigger. And what I mean is there's sort of a handle end and there is a head end. And I'll start at the head end. The bottom of the head is glass, and that is the scanning area. On top of that head is a speaker. Behind that, on the handle, and again, both the head of this and the handle are significantly wider. You could also sort of think of it as being shaped like a phone without the mouthpiece, that maybe it has a pronounced earpiece. It's a little hard to describe the shape. So below that on the handle is a power button, and then you have an up and down arrow, you have an OK, you have a mode, you have record, and you have erase. And the nice thing is each of these are different shaped. Your power button is a small round button. Your up and down arrows are triangular. Your OK button has a dot on it, and it is a larger round circle. Your mode button is a long button. Your record button is a round button, but it feels different than both the mode and the power. And your erase is a square button. On the very end of the handle is a wheel, and that is how you adjust the volume. Also at the bottom is a place where a lanyard goes, and it comes with a nice padded neck strap so that you can wear and use the unit around your neck. I should mention that you cannot use the unit inside the case. The case is just for storage. On the left side of the unit is a headphone jack, the connector where you plug in your charger, and also a place for a micro SD card. Turning on the ID Mate Galaxy is pretty simple. You just press the power button, and it does take a little while to power up.
8 Galaxy ID mode It starts in ID mode, so let's scan a few things and then we'll branch out from there. First, I have a bottle of some kind of juice and I'm going to move the ID mate around this bottle near where the label is and see if we can get any results. Now what I'm doing is I'm bringing the scanner, that glass area, right to the bottle and then I'm pulling it back. And of course, it's not scanning. And when I tested it to make sure that it had a barcode that was readable, it scanned just fine. So sometimes a little patience is required. Product juicy juice, 100% juice, strawberry watermelon. Continue. Now, I have my speed set a little fast, but what that said was product juicy juice, strawberry watermelon, and then there was a continue option. So I'm going to press my down arrow. Package size 64 fluid downs, 2 quarts, 1.89 L. And that description flavor juice blend from concentrate with other natural flavors and added ingredients. No added sugar, 120% vitamin C daily value per serving. Disney Pixar Cars 3 and 3D this summer. Please recycle. Learn more at DisneyMickeyCheck.com. Contains 100% juice. This product is pasteurized, not a reduced calorie food. See nutrition facts for sugar and calorie content. Instructions. L before opening. Freshness and drink within 10 days. For best quality, use by date. Stand on. Cap. Now, I think it says shake well before opening, but it cut that off, and that happened before when I scanned this. Ingredients. Concentrate. Butter. Juice concentrate. Pear juice from concentrate. Water. Juice concentrate. Watermelon juice from concentrate. Water. Juice concentrate. Strawberry juice from concentrate. Water. Juice concentrate. Ascorbic acid. Vitamin C. Fruit and vegetable juice concentrate. Color. Citric acid. Natural flavors. Serving size 8 fluid ounce. Servings per container 8. And each time I'm pressing the down arrow. Calories per serving 120. Total fat per serving 0 gram. Sodium per serving 15 milligram. Potassium per serving 280 milligram. Carbohydrates per serving 29 gram. Sugar per serving 27 gram. Protein per serving 0 gram. Manufacturer Harvest Hill Beverage. Manufacturer's address, Stafford, Connecticut, 06905. Product Juicy Juice, 100% Juice, Strawberry Watermelon. And now we're back to the beginning. Various manufacturers include a lot of information, or not very much. It all depends. We'll come back to scanning products in a moment, but let's press this mode key. Now this was sort of a surprise to me. It's a long key. So I thought that if you press the top, you would cycle up through the menus. And if you press the bottom, you would go down through the menus. In fact, this is not the case. You just press it, and it takes you through the menus, and you just cycle back around. Online price check. Online price check. This is pretty cool because if it finds a product in its database, it can tell you where it's the cheapest, at least based on its sources. 
And that tone tells us that there is no information for this particular product. Scan history mode. Press next and previous to select the barcode history. So if I know that I scanned a box, let's say, of cereal, and I need to get the calories from that cereal, I can go into the history and find the cereal and hear all the information. I'm pressing the mode key again. Here, I could record a memo or a note about anything, whether it be one of the products that I scanned or whether it be about something totally different. If I'm using this for shopping, and let's say that I remember that I need to get a particular item at the mall, I could use it to record size information or whatever I needed, and I would already have it with me if I'm out running errands going to various stores. MP3 player. MP3 player. Press next door previous to select a playlist. I don't have any MP3s on here at the moment. And when I first heard this feature was available, I was kind of skeptical. I thought, seriously? Why would you use this as an MP3 player? And it timed out on me there, so we'll just let it do that. So I really couldn't figure out why you would need an MP3 player on something like this. I mean, why use it to play music? And so I thought about it for a while and how something like this might be useful. And one thing that came to mind was that if you had recipes, you could fairly easily use software to put them into MP3s. Or maybe you had a family member reading you recipes from a recipe collection they had or a cherished cookbook or something. You could put those right in here if you wanted and you would just put them on the micro SD card. System. Battery 53%. September 14th, 2018. 9.22 a.m. Wireless settings. Press select to enter. Now, I'm in the system menu. And here I could change the wireless settings. And it's helpful to have these set up so that if there are new software updates or new products added to the database, you can indeed do that. System language American English. Press select to enter system language settings. That's pretty self-explanatory. Voice speed 200. Press select to enter voice speed settings. And I'm going to slow this down for the remainder of our demo. Press next door previous to select voice speed. Press erase to exit from voice speed settings. 225. Press select to use the speed setting or press erase to cancel. Wrong way. 200. Press um. select to use the speed setting or 175. 150. 125. 100. Press select to use the speed setting or press erase to cancel. Voice speed set to 100. And that is how it comes from the factory. Let's explore the rest of these settings. ID mode playback settings manual. Press select to change ID mode playback settings. When I scanned the juice, you heard it say little bits of information, and I was pressing the down arrow to go through all of those. When I saw that this item was available, I couldn't change it fast enough. I thought, great, I want this. I want this all right out because I need to know this information. Well, while I might want it for nutritional information, I didn't quite need all the information on my bottle of shampoo. So I went back to manual. But you may prefer automatic, where it just reads out everything to you. Online price check mode enabled. Press select key to change online price check mode. You can enable or disable that. Barcode number disabled. Press select to edit 
barcode number settings. If for some reason you need to know the actual numbers on the barcode, you could enable this option and get that information. Inventory mode disabled. Press select to change inventory mode. I think that primarily the people who use this would be vendors who need to keep track of how many of a thing they have. And so you can enable this. Of course you could use it at home if you wanted to, I suppose, as well, to keep track of what you had from a grocery standpoint. Scanner timeout 120 seconds. Press select to enter the scanner timeout settings. That basically is the amount of time before the scanner kind of goes to sleep. Share scan barcodes disabled. Press select key to change share scan barcodes. And I'm going to turn this on. Press select key to confirm share scanned barcodes enable. Share scan barcode settings change completed. Now, if I know what something is and I record a description, I can share it. Scan history mode enabled. Press select key to change scan history mode. Memo mode settings, press select to enter. This again is various settings related to memo mode. We're not going to go too deeply into any of this because again the aim is to give you an overview. MP3 player settings, press select to enter. Help mode enabled. Press select to change help mode. And help mode basically just gives you hints like press select to change help mode. I'm still pretty new with this, so I've left help mode on. Memory card properties. Total disk space 8 gigabytes. Free 6.01 gigabytes. Used 1.37 gigabytes. Read write format. Press select to safely remove SD card or press erase to cancel. Date and time settings. Press select to enter. That I think is relatively self explanatory. When you go into your scan history, it gives you the date and time on which you scanned the items. Barcode database version. ID made database North America version 6.6.0. Published April 2018. This version has 4,172,842 items, including new items provided by Red Heart, Fairway, GS1 Canada, Micro Trains, Cato Trains, many national brands and users like you. The data contained in the preloaded database is provided for information purposes only. Envision America, Incorporated makes no representation as to the accuracy of this data. Envision America, Incorporated also makes no warranty with regard to the data expressed or implied. Data copyright, Envision America. Barcode database update. Press select to update your UPC or EAN barcode database. I press down arrow to skip the legalese on the last one. If I press confirm here, I would update the database. I just did this about a week ago, and I don't think there is anything new yet. Software version 3.1.0 build on February 7, 2018. Software update. Press select to enter. System information. Serial number. G. Upload log files. Press select to enter. If there were a problem, I could upload my log files there. Factory reset settings mode. Press select to perform factory reset. Pressing this will put everything back to its defaults. Battery 53%, Friday, September 14th, 2018, 9.29 a.m.
and I am back to my battery status. So I'm going to press the mode button now because I'm done in this particular menu. Help. Help aid. The battery pack. ID Mate Galaxy has a built-in lithium polymer ID mode. And to stop it from reading everything, I press the mode button again and I'm back in ID mode. So let's scan a couple more things. I've got a bottle here. I'm pretty sure I know what it is. And that took about two seconds. Let's try another one. Before I can scan another product, I must first press erase. Nothing to erase. So now I'm going to try and scan this. This is a large drink box looking thing. It is, I think, about a quart. And I'm moving it. Item not found. To record. Press and hold the record button. So I was moving, I turned it, and then I would bring the scanner up to it and then kind of pull it back a little bit. I do happen to know what this is, so I'm going to record a label. I'm going to press and hold the record button. Cancelled. Oops, except I pressed the erase. Press and hold the record button to start recording. Chicken broth. Chicken broth. Press select button. Upload the file to Envision server or press erase button to cancel. I'm going to cancel because I don't even know a brand name or anything like that. In this case, if I were just recording it for myself, I would probably turn off the ability to share information because I would rather not send it than to not send enough. Cancelled. Next, I'm going to turn off the device so that you can hear how that sounds and then discuss a few more things before closing this demo. I'm going to press the power button. Press the power button again to power down. Press any button to cancel. Powering down. I wanted to tell you a little bit about my process for why I decided to get this item and some comments and questions and things that I had. A few months ago, I started using the Seeing AI app and found that I really liked being able to use the barcode scanner. However, it took a lot of patience, and it didn't always work, and the information I got was pretty basic. I could get a brand name, but I didn't get the additional information. Also, I've recently renewed my commitment to live and eat more healthfully. Therefore, I needed to know more information about the products that I was eating and drinking. So this is pretty much why I decided to get this unit. One thing I have found that I was not expecting is this. If I use the IDMate Galaxy to scan a single bottle that contains a protein shake, it will tell me that the information is not found. However, if I scan the box, which contains 12, the barcode reads just fine. I have a feeling this has to do with whether or not the item was packaged and sold as an individual item or as a unit, as was the case with this box of a dozen protein shakes. Envision America not only makes the IDMate Galaxy, but they make the Script Talk system. And I asked if they ever thought that there was the possibility that the two would be implemented into one unit. And they said probably not because the IDMate Galaxy reads 
barcodes, and the script talk system is used on near-field communication. Of course, I was a little chagrined. I knew this and had kind of forgotten. Also, they seem to be receptive to the possibility of adding new products. I emailed them with two brand names I would like to see added. Apparently, what they will do is they will contact the company and see if they will share that information with them. There is the ability to use the device with a Bluetooth earpiece. And so I wondered if Bluetooth could also be used to connect a Braille display so that those who are deafblind could have access to the same information. This is apparently something that is not currently available, but something that is under consideration. I do like the unit very much. I find that I'm better off when I scan a few things at once. If I only have one item, of course, I'll do it. But if I can batch them together, it streamlines things and makes them a little faster. I have used some of the stick-on labels. I have a number of those trial-sized bottles of shampoo, conditioner, and lotion. And so what I did, because those don't always scan properly, is I have three Ziploc bags, and I have a sticker on each one, and one I've labeled to say shampoo, one conditioner, and one lotion. So I'm finding that this really is helpful and useful to kind of get me and keep me organized and make me aware of the names of the products that I have, but also the nutritional information or, in the case of dish soap or shampoo or whatever, the chemicals and ingredients that they contain. You can learn more about the IDMate Galaxy by visiting Envision America, E-N-V-I-S-I-O-N, America, all one word, dot com. You know what I like about that that really makes it stand out from the rest of this podcast? What? It doesn't involve a computer at all. <laughs> no. You, you do not need a computer, people, to utilize that product. I think it's really cool. I had no idea about the MP3 player. That's neat. Yeah, I thought it was pretty cool, too. I used to have one of these way, 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 way back. <laughs> it was the ID Mate 2. I got it in probably 2001, 2002 or something like that. Something like that, anyway, a little later. The nice thing about it is, you're right, it itself does not involve a computer. And you can carry it around, take it in the kitchen with you, scan your barcodes, take it to the store, scan your barcodes, do what you want to do with it. And it's just a nice little portable device. The problem with mine was that eventually mine's battery died and it would no longer take a charge. So I had to have it plugged in at all times, and the database just became outdated and stuff like that. So I donated it. Somebody else got some use out of it, but it is really a cool device. I'm amazed it said it had over 4 million things in that database. That's incredible. I think when I had mine, it was like 700,000. They are expensive, but, you know, they really offer another level of independence. You can very easily, hopefully, with 4 million things, find what you are looking for in terms of the information about your particular product. And if you can't find it, you can enter it into the database yourself if you know what you've got. Yep. So that's very cool. Hopefully a lot of you will find that useful. We know this is a product that's been out for a while, but you know us. We want to be thorough, and we want to be able to give you a really good overview of a product. So we hope you found Lisa's contribution to today's podcast a very fun and useful one. Thank you, everybody. Bye. Bye.
The preceding podcast is a presentation of Mystic Access, where the magic is in learning. To contact us, please visit www.mysticaccess.com. Call us, 716-543-3323, and press 2 to reach our Mystic Access podcast comment line. Email us at show at mysticaccesspodcast.com, and follow us on Twitter at twitter.com slash mysticaccess. Would you like to spread the word about our podcasts? Please tell your friends and colleagues to visit us at www.mysticaccesspodcast.com. If you enjoy what you hear on our podcasts, feel free to leave us an iTunes rating and review. We certainly appreciate those. Also, you may feel free to use our podcasts in your own RSS feed. Just be sure that all of our contact information is left intact. Thanks for spreading the word, and thanks for listening. We hope that you have enjoyed this episode.